Hi guys, welcome back to Somewhere in Horror. My name is Justin. As always, I am your host. We're going to talk about Insidious chapters one, two, and the Red Door today. Um, three and four uh, in the Insidious series are not really necessary for the others to make sense. Um, number three has is a prequel to the series. Actually, I believe they're both. Well, yeah, they both work as prequels and disconnected um, from the Dalton Josh Lambert family. Um, but the only real connection is Elaine, Specs, and Tucker still remain in all of them. Um, Insidious 1 and 2 came out in 2010, and then subsequently, Insidious 2 came out in 2013. Um, I'll go ahead and just give the base synopsis for Insidious 1, Insidious 2, and then Chapter uh, 5, which is the Red Door, the newest one that just came out this last month. Um, Insidious synopsis. Parents, Patrick Wilson and Rose Byrne, take drastic measures when it seems their home their new home is haunted and their comatose son is possessed by a malevolent entity. Okay. Now let's talk about chapter two. That synopsis is soon after their showdown with evil spirits that possess their son, the Lamberts, Renee and Josh uh, are ready to, for their lives to return to normal. However, something still is seriously off, especially with Josh who unbeknownst to Renee is possessed too. In order to free Josh's soul and finally defeat the malevolent forces around them, Lorraine Lambert and the, her ghost hunting friends investigate the past to save her family's future. And now let's talk about the Red Door synopsis. Josh Lambert heads east to drop his son Dalton off at school. However, Dalton's college dream soon becomes a living nightmare when the repressed demons of his past suddenly return to haunt them both. So those are the three synopses. Um, with Insidious 1, it was one of the first haunt movies to bother me outside of really The Exorcist. Uh, mostly because it was a new concept of using astral projection um, in such a way that you travel further into a deeper realm, a limbo of tormented souls reliving their worst moments for eternity and begging to come back. Um, astral projection is one, isn't a new thing wasn't a new thing with uh horror but or it was with horror but not with spirituality and the the sense of it existing um it's kind of a spiritual practice especially from my understanding i am native american uh it's kind of a religious and spiritual thing for a native american person to be able to astral project, um, have these spiritual journeys, uh, as it was, but 
um, the use of this astral projection to get lost in a different dimension and possessed by one of the tormented souls that's trying to return. It's very interesting. Um, I remember the comatose aspect was very alarming to think that your body could betray you in such a way if you left it for too long of a period. Um, and this was one of those films that was truly like a good, scary movie. There was a lot of small details in Insidious where if you weren't looking, you weren't catching what was scary. Um, and they used really good jump scares. Um, when Insidious 2 came out, I liked their execution of watching a conscious person trying to uh, a conscious possessed spirit in the body of Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson is also one of my favorite like actors. I liked him in um, Phantom of the Opera. I liked him in this whole series. I liked him in the Conjuring series. And I really loved him in Hard Candy. Um, he plays a good villain. And um, that was one of those films that that one sticks with you. Um, especially if that was like your first dive into the more realistic aspects of a horror film. Um, but that movie was a trip and he did fantastic. He, he and Ellen Page both were fantastic in that movie. Um, but Patrick Wilson always shows up and does a great job, especially, oh my God, how did I not mention The Watchmen? Um, we're, we're talking about horror movies. Um, I could talk about movies like crazy all the time and I can just keep talking as, as you all are aware. Um, but Patrick Wilson being possessed was such a trip to watch, such a trip to see the body starting to decay because a dead thing is inhabiting it. And it, it was a great movie with a really good air of mystery. It was really interesting to discover who the veiled lady, I believe the name was the veiled lady, was. Um, the red lipstick demon was one of those characters. Um, I think it was called the lipstick demon, actually. But the lipstick demon is one of those characters that just kind of existed and was just an evil soul. Um, but I liked in Insidious 2 that you learn the torment that the uh, veiled lady went through. Um, and I liked that the roles were, were reversed and that Dalton had to wind up being the one to save the day. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into spoiler territory with the red door, but I liked that they brought Ty Simpkins back in that role and Patrick Wilson took over the directorial part 
of this and it really is a film that has a deeper heartful meaning um so after insidious 2 they all agree that it's best to have put this all behind them and have dalton and josh both forget i think actually even foster forget um what happened and as such they essentially erase their memory of the last year of galton's comatose and josh's possession um but there's a lot of consequences that came with that namely they get divorced and in the 10 years that they've been gone i believe it's 10 years since um insidious that they basically aired it i just saw it the other day and i forgot whether it was 10 or 13 um but 10 years since insidious 2 happened um and the the whole concept is they have in that time renee and josh have divorced josh since then has been a distant person because things just have been fuzzy and things are missing and dalton because of his coma only forgot a little bit of time not as much as josh and foster if i'm correct have forgotten um but dalton has a ton of resentment toward his father and josh just wants to rekindle or, or basically try and save whatever bit of that love josh or dalton may have for josh because he's essentially lost everything at this point and he doesn't understand why which eventually because of a teacher an art teacher in specific that dalton is uh attending for college um through her methods of reaching in and pulling out repressed memories or feelings um to evoke better art from her students it brings out the red door and the, the danger starts coming back very prevalently um josh starts astral projecting and things follow suit danger ensues um as as a whole this the three films out of the five i honestly can say three and four are kind of inconsequential um they're kind of fun but they're not really of any consequence if you miss them or not um i'll give them passable threes because they're still fun but one and two are definite fives because they they do a new thing on both of those films and there's really good hidden details in both films and there's airs of mystery to why this is happening but with the new film you kind of know everything that these characters are still trying to remember 
um, right off the get go, you, you know, that it's going to come back somehow, but how is the main question? And you really are just kind of, okay, we know, we know what's happening. We know why it's happening. We know what this means. Um, but then you just sit and wait for them to catch up to you. And it, as, as far as that aspect goes, it is kind of a dragging on kind of film. Um, the movie has really good tense moments and I genuinely did get a jump scare that really just came out of nowhere for me. I couldn't even brace for it. I was braced and then it didn't come when I thought it was going to come. And then right after I let go of that tension, it just hit. Um, so I would say it executed its scares a little good, a little decently. Um, but when it comes to plot driven story, you, you knew it where all of this was going and you knew that it had to have an aspect of it where they wind up making this the final film and close the door. Um, in what way I, I can't really tell you. Do they do it? I can't really tell you, but I mean, if you're, you're a seasoned horror fan, like I'm sure you guys are, you can already tell good saves the day. Um, I will say that the thing I really liked about it was the aspects of generational trauma and descent, like mental illness descending to different kin different like your children was very interesting um a lot of fatherhood aspects to this film that are important but the deeper meaning is kind of overshadowed by um poor execution i guess on driving the plot further making things less mysterious i guess would be another thing i still wanted some form of deeper closure, I guess. Um, Cause just because the door is blocked doesn't mean they get out just because a demon is out. Doesn't mean if, if they did save the day, it doesn't mean like he's just, gonna stay there like they're still trying to find ways to do what they need to do um it's kind of open-ended but the the father-son trying to recover after events that they couldn't even remember is really one of those striking things it's a striking aspect of the story and it's what makes it good for me um especially when when thinking about kind of an unstable household not saying my parents are divorced they are still happily married after over 30 years of marriage um but there's still this like unspoken estrangement for a time that happened in my family 
Um, and only now is there some form of rekindlance um, for, for a couple reasons, but I connected with this story and it was well executed in that air, um, which I would say would make this a probably mostly because again, the story dragged and there was not really too much new that happened. I would give it about a 3.5. Um, but I really wish I could give it a four for, for that, that aspect of the father son trying to recover what, what is lost and what has been broken down throughout the years. Um, it's one of those films that you can appreciate, even if it doesn't scare you. Um, I did like that they returned with Ty Simpkins as Dalton. And I did like that. It was once again, the red, uh, the red lipstick demon that was the main antagonist of the story. But I kind of wish they remembered faster and had some form of different new discovery in the story uh, because there wasn't really much new in, in the series. Um, and the, the rest of the series kind of did add little pieces and puzzles to each film. But this one just felt lacking in that side. Um, so those are my thoughts. I guess this is kind of a shorter than I expected um, video or, well, not video recording. But there's not really too much more to say about it. It is good. And if, if you personally haven't checked it out yet, I'd say if you're going on a five dollar tuesday deal or a matinee show why not go see it um i again with the amc stubs uh package that i pay 25 dollars a month for i don't really regret seeing movies anymore because i pay over uh 25 dollars down and three three movies oh up to three movies a week uh I have no guilt to see those things for free, quote unquote free, um, because that basically makes between 12 and 15 movies and it makes the tickets substantially cheaper than what they would be had I paid full price. Um, but for the people that have to pay, I'd say matinee tickets or using your gift cards to see it on the big screen. Otherwise, wait for it to come out to rent because that'll only be $8 to rent. I don't personally think I'm going to own it. I own the first two Insidious films. It would be good to complete that, but I'm becoming a lot more thrift, like thrift minded, I guess, and expense minded when it comes to purchasing films. Um, I can enjoy a film. I could watch it 
again when it streams but is it worth that extra like twenty dollars when it comes out or waiting a couple years to spend fifteen dollars on a movie i didn't really fully like not really um so that's my thought on whether you should watch it and what way you should watch it but personally i wouldn't own it um yeah those are my thoughts on insidious one two and five um next week i'm going to be talking about nick cutter's book the troop i just finished that film um or that story uh, yesterday while I was at work and I am pretty stoked to talk about it. Um, I also keep seeing that it has a film adaptation that's supposed to be coming out, but the last time anything was published was in 2019. So I might talk about the possibilities of what if it was filmed and how could people go about it? Um, so I'll be talking about that as well. Um, and then the next two times, the next two are going to be kind of debatable on what I'm going to be talking about. I could be talking about another book or I could be talking about the film talk to me, um, because that also comes out next week but I plan on seeing it a week from this coming Monday. Um, so we'll see what's up with that. And then I'm seeing Haunted Mansion the Thursday that it comes, or Thursday that it comes out, I believe. Yes, Thursday that it comes out. Um, I'll be seeing that. And I'm definitely going to talk about that because it's still in the realm of horror and... It's still one of those things that I'm really pumped for and pumped to talk about. Um, feel free to follow me on Instagram at somewhere in horror underscore podcast. I haven't gotten the hang of TikTok. I just made my new profile, which is somewhere in horror underscore pod. But I, you know, there's too many things to do. I don't know if I want to do like a review page or have like just kind of talking about it real quick in the like captions of just a picture or I want to do slideshows. I don't even know if I want to do TikTok with this because TikTok is a little more work than I'm used to. Um, but that, that is a page that I have. Um, and then, yeah, feel free to message me. Feel free to talk to me whenever you want. I know that there is some threads thing from Instagram that I just put myself on. So if you want to follow me on that, you have me. And otherwise, yeah, I'll talk to you all later. I hope you all have a great day. I hope you all enjoy your time uh, and that it's being good, uh, used well. Um, oh, and tonight, this is Thursday. I am 
talking to you guys a day in advance as always um tonight i'm going to see barbie so <laughs> if you guys want to know how i liked barbie uh feel free to hit me up talk to me and message me and i'm open all right guys have 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 a good one thank you <laughs>